welcome, welcome. This is the Simply King Podcast, and this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself. And you've just tuned into you've <laughs> you have just tuned into the soulfully conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. And today is such such a special occasion because we're talking about ways to make it through the panty. We are coming into our somewhat of you know in this Ponderosa, and this Panasonic, and this Panda Express that we're currently still experiencing, we're damn near coming up into uh, the, oddly enough, the, you know, our, our quarantine anniversary. you feel me? And um, so many people um, went through a lot last year um, by ways of losing their family, their own health being attacked by this virus. Um, but I don't want to, you know, dwell too much on the things that seem to be pretty dark, but I would like to talk about something that uh, obviously all of us have thought about because the world is so damn different. And that's single living in the pandemic. It's different. We're not, we're not, we're not, we don't have the same devices unless your ass is in Houston, Atlanta, Vegas uh, right now. Or Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, Florida, excuse me. Unless you're in one of those places, then, you know, your social life, your life life is very much very different. And that's okay. It's all right. King is here to try to dabble into some possible possibilities, addressing what some of the issues were that extremely that became even more intensified due to COVID, but also getting straight into straight into some solutions. I won't have you and hold you for too long because I want y'all to get to it and get to the damn mixing it up, to the flirting and the flirting and girding, you feel me? I want y'all to be coding out here. I want y'all to be out here really getting to it, getting with it, getting after it because we can't allow for this virus, we can't allow for, you know, the pol- our poli- you know, current state of politics, so many different things for us to stop living. We have to keep living. And I don't want people to, you know, I want people to be safe. I don't, I do, you know, I'm not saying I shame the folks who are doing the damn most right now, but more so than anything, I want us to be safe, get through this shit so we can get back to whatever new normal is happening. But because we don't even know when that's going to come. We don't even know what, when we'll be able to establish some sense of new normal. So I'm for y'all getting y'all sneaky links on, for y'all getting y'all COVID bays, you know what I'm saying? Because all those people can turn into your real bays, your now just regular link-ups, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you want to call it, whatever you feel like it is. I am for it because we, as humans, need that shit. I can only imagine how many people are, you know, suppressed sexually and so many different things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can only fucking imagine at this point. And um, that ain't good for your health. It ain't good for your wealth. But let's get, because it is the 15th, we got to make this particular Twitter check-in all about V-Day. All right, let's tap into it. So V-Day on Twitter is interesting, y'all, because... I love to see people complain, 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 or suddenly try their best to make it seem like they're not complaining about Valentine's Day Um, because you can tell the difference. You can tell the difference between the true, real, I'm really good, y'all. I don't need a nigga. I don't need nobody. 
has people, but in, in the inside, they really like, I would have loved to have got tricked out on a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Just this year, especially this year. After the year I had last year, I deserve to get a little bit tricked off on, you know what I'm saying? And um, it's interesting. I think uh, I'm glad I did the episode about Valentine's Day prior to Valentine's Day because I'm looking out for the people who had to do the most all weekend. Ain't nothing like, that ain't nothing but a nightmare for some people where you had to, damn, it's not even like I had to do something for the the day and the night. I got from probably Friday to Sunday to show this motherfucker that I love him. Shout out to all the women who uh, are tweeting and saying and advocating for tricking off on a dude. Um, because y'all are y'all are not the loudest bunch. Y'all are not in the in the majority. And I'm saying this not based on facts or generalizations. I'm just saying from what I know and what I feel that I've seen throughout my life. Very much so. Most women treat Valentine's Day like it's a second birthday. And they approach it in that exact same way they're expecting surprises they don't want to know anything they want to be so they you better just let them know where they need to be and how they need to be dressed goddamn i'll be damned if you don't get their ass some trust me you don't want them problems and you can sit here and say all day ladies i want you to speak back and talk back to me that's not you that's not who you are blah say blah this and that whatever but i'm telling you i know you want some you want something, you feel me? And if you're simple and you don't and you and you're basic and you don't really need much, then that's okay. Hopefully he could at least oblige that much. But you have some women who be like, damn, you couldn't even do that. You couldn't even do the simple and the basic. I won't even stress it. I won't even It's a lot. It's a bunch. It's interesting. But what I find funny is you don't find that energy, you know, being transferable. I hardly ever see women being pressured or feeling any type of anxiety about what they may give their dude because nine times out of ten, he ain't getting much but some pussy. I went and got a Manny Petty done in, in, in a spot in my neighborhood. Shout out to them. And y'all don't know how many waxes, wax appointments checked in. They was getting that present ready. You feel me? But I digress. Because I'm 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 going on a tangent. You know, I should be talking about what I seen on Twitter. I seen some funny shit. And the funniest thing that I noticed about on Twitter is certainly the people who are tweeting about, you know, have, it's heavy on the self-love this year. It's really, really heavy on the self-love, which is I feel like there's I get a sense that there's probably a, an astounding amount of single people nowadays because of COVID, because of just slowing down the sense of us intermingling, us mixing it the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? We pretty much are, have really only been doing it virtually for the most part. And if you can cross those lines and, you know, have those conversations to be in the same space with each other, then hell yeah, go for it. But a lot of people don't really have good, uh, I don't know, social networking skills, <laughs> literally social uh, media skills in terms of making their personality present as it really is um, in real life um, so that they can attract who they want to attract. You feel me? Um, but. Nevertheless, I got some tips for you, so we're going to get to that later. Another thing that's funny is the discussions that I've seen occurred. I've seen genuinely women call men gay as hell for expecting a gift. I've seen Cardi B, of all people, sit here and discuss 
and tell women how ain't no way in hell your nigga a bitch if you pay more for his presence than he pays for yours. I don't think that matters, y'all. I really, truly don't. If you want to give your nigga some three, four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, thousand dollars, thousands of dollars gift, and he got you something that was less than that, then that is what the fuck it was. Let's let's start putting more energy into the sentiment of things. You know what I'm saying? Because I get it. It, it, it would be very nice to get something expensive that I can wear, that I can utilize, I can cherish, protect and flaunt my shit on. Right. That's beautiful because it's like I want you to this is how much you mean to me. I'm getting something that literally has value to it. I can see that as a simple sentiment. But also, it doesn't have too much depth to me. You can lose that. You can sell it. You, you cannot wear it. It can collect dust, all sorts, all sorts of things. But in evoking sentiments are something that I feel like is a lost art in giving gifts sometimes. Uh, we need to, motherfuckers just need to be kinder and sweeter to, to their partners to me. Don't just throw money at the situation and think that that's going to solve everything. But it's so funny. I don't get what it is about so many straight women about them doing a little bit more or doing the thing that they're asking for men to do on Valentine's Day. And I've seen some men go all the fuck out, kicking their girl out the crib so they can redecorate, seeing, seeing, you know what I'm saying, hotel rooms getting got and being flowered up, champagne down, private dinner set, ready to go, dim light, condoms ready, all that. I've seen just a few ladies Get mad creative and try to, you know what I'm saying, spoil they do, get they do that thing in the, in the most beautiful way. You feel me? Give them that gift and that thing. You feel me? But I want you out. Look, I'm going to say this. Stop putting, stop putting the pussy up like it's just, you know what I'm saying, gifts, gifts, just, just a simple gift. Sex is an exchange. You getting, I'm giving you some, you giving me some. We giving, we giving each other some. You feel me? I know understand and understand patriarch understand the power of pussy understand all those things but my from a mindset standpoint if you are in a relationship with somebody that is the microcosm that y'all create with each other yes you do have to bring in the context the effects of the world and so on and so forth but what y'all do and what y'all create can be for y'all fuck everybody else get your man that gift you want to get him a gift who cares if you want to trick off on your dude trick off on your dude who cares and he don't got to do it first you can expect for him to reciprocate, yes, but you also can't try to set up this situation of like, I'm going to buy him a bunch of shit so I can get bought a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? If that's not even how he expresses love, then he'll more than likely do something else. And you can't put that on him. Like, I bought you some shit, you got to buy me some shit now. I bought it, da, da. Like, we're making it a, a comparison, we're making it a competition. And that's strange. That's weird. You know? I don't like that at all. And I feel like it's only going to cause an issue, possibly even with just trying to present the gift. If y'all trying to compete with who going to give the best gift, who going to give the whatever, whatever, you know, shit's weird, you know. But nevertheless, let's tap into the first sense of, I guess, analyzing, you know, single living in the pandemic. All right. First, let's discuss some of the things that we struggle with in dating and some. And I feel like these things have been intensified because of COVID-19. And I have three things. A, B, and C. A, compatibility. I specifically say this because I feel like it's on a surface level in so many ways. Uh, 
and it's and it's usually pretty general. You know what I'm saying? We have similar senses of humor. We have similar taste in food. We have similar, you know, occupations or complementary occupations, complementary things. You know what I'm saying? I might not be the, you know, you you may be the 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 I'm I'm the I'm the you know the screw and you the you know you the lug nut. You feel me? We we just fit together type shit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? But I I really feel like um. Compatibility, B being aligned desires and values, and the last being money. Now, compatibility is the obvious one. And then when it comes to aligned desires and values, I wanted to separate that and not be misconstrued as compatibility because I think there can be a difference. I think there can be people who are on the surface very much very alike, very into each other, have very you know, have all the equation to make this shit make sense and make it work, right? But their desires don't align. You can have people who maybe have so many cool, dope similarities, but when they talk about what they want out of life, when they talk about what they want from a partner out of life, when they talk about what their values are, what do, what are the things they cherish the most? What are the things that they will uphold, defend, down the hill on? You feel me? What are their values? Those are the things that I think make and break so many different um, introductory as uh, romantic, you know, acquaintances, for real. Uh, I feel like that's what Lily destroys those situations very often once you find out, like, oh, you kind of are, you know, a misogynist. Oh, you kind of are a little bigoted. You know, you kind of are a little phobic. You know, all those things nowadays are, are really highly into the shits. And I think now, because of COVID, I think all these elements are worse. The last being money. Money, money, money. Money. People will steal from their brother for the love of money. You know what I'm saying? I understand. Money is one of those things that's going to forever be, you know, tumultuous, controversial, polarizing, and aggravating as hell type of topic. Because people want to feel, you know, like it's not important. It's too, it's overvalued. It's overkill. You feel like this. It's men's fault. It's it's women's fault. It's always, always this like very interesting sense of blame. Personally, I I blame white patriarchy for most of the shit that we have to go through because we're usually basing it off of them. But you know, I digress. This is not that episode. But to continue, money truly is something that can make or break. A, uh, introductory dating phase or just a dating or talking situation once you really find out because you after speaking to someone and being around them long enough you get to kind of you might not be checking their pockets but just from the information they've told you the things you've seen them do you get to see oh you got money you feel me you got money you feel me and and it's very simple for uh for a lot of people you know i think for men most of the time you know when we have tendencies where it seems like we are doing well, you know, those things are pretty easily picked up on. For ladies who are doing, you know, well, sometimes that shit could be a hodgepodge, you know what I'm saying? Because ladies are more more than likely, uh, more likely to have um, men supporting them as well. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they don't have their own money. I'm just saying, don't be, that pocket watching really might hurt your feelings. You know what I'm saying? If you find out there's somebody out here financing all this shit, all her life, all the things. And, um, and he ain't let, and she ain't letting that nigga go. You feel me? That might hurt your fucking feelings. Uh, but if you if you're a player, 
and you can work that shit out. Trust me. And y'all could be eating on that nigga dime, which I guess technically ain't a maybe quote unquote that's a bitch move to some people, but to me it's it's what the fuck ever. You ain't getting no ass, my nigga, and you out here paying tuition tuition rates and shit <laughs> for tuition rate levels of money just for some attention for you know what I'm saying maybe your thigh to get rubbed a little bit to each his own. It is what it is. But I think COVID just made all three of those things worth compatibility wise. I believe that uh, we now have politicized the wearing of masks. Well, not we, but they've politicized the wearing of masks. They've politicized the vaccine. They've politicized the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic in itself. It's people who genuinely don't even believe that it even is. They feel like it's overkill. They feel like people are over trying to do overcorrecting in terms of trying to get a handle on this thing. You know what I'm saying? 500 million, 500,000 people and a million people contracted it. Uh, 500,000 people dying and a million people contracting it isn't enough for some people. Um, but those people are really gone. Those That's not a joke. That's not a joke at all. But I feel that um, we truly, truly, truly um, have can have some possible solutions to all of these. Um, and align desires and values. I think that kind of goes hand in hand with compatibility. Obviously, um, there are people who possibly were presented themselves to be people who would be wherever they were going to be for quite some time. But now because of the pandemic, because of how 2020 was, 2020 was so many people are going to move. So many people are going to move away, move further, move wherever, um, because they want to be there. They don't want to be in the city that costs the most. They want to be in the city that makes the most sense for all the things they want to do, period. So it's people leaving New York. It's people leaving L.A. It's people leaving all these major cities. And I think it's that's a good thing for some of those smaller towns and smaller metropolitans that they're moving to, I believe, because they're definitely bringing more light and press and things like that. But nevertheless, it's interesting. Um, but even more than that, I think, you know, finding out that a person that you're, you know, dating is, supporting Trump, supporting, you know, some just bullshit that you just really don't believe in. That shit fucks you up. And I think it's intensified because of COVID because there's now more things to be fucked up about. Um, Money-wise, we know the obvious. It's a lot of people who done lost hella jobs. It's people out here brokey broke. It's people out here still on them unemployment checks and I'm praying for you, you feel me? And I want y'all to understand something. And this may sound like broke boy propaganda, Everyone deserves love, y'all. Money is not a prerequisite to be loved. Money is not a prerequisite for somebody to love, to 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 want to love you, to have the desire to love you. Um, money isn't dead. Money isn't a it, money. Being broke can be a reason to treat people like they're underlings, like they are just not worth your fucking time. Because to me, I feel like people who are you know pseudo homeless or Whatever the situation may be, I truly feel like, you know, because I heard the, the term hobosexuals before, but I want y'all to understand something. The interesting as kind of dichotomy of how being broke affects you in a relationship is so interesting. And um, I truly feel like, and I'm going to continuously reiterate this, black men, black men, black men, black men. You can want more from your partner. Your partner, if you want, if it feels a little bit better to have a woman who makes her own money, then you should date women who make their own money. Not somebody, you know, just solely having a particular 
interest in being a housewife or being a kept woman in some way, shape, or form, um, you really got to consider that shit. You just do. It's unfortunate, but you do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it is what it is. I just I just feel like you can't give a motherfucker who has all the money, all the keys to your heart and what's going the fuck on, and then you get mad because that person wasn't what you thought they were. When it's like, what about the little people? What about the folks you keep skipping over? Folks always complain about them not seeing or knowing or being around people that they are interested in while they sitting here thinking that the whole person is, you know, worth their damn time, but they don't want to date a person who's broke, who has less money than them. But I'm tired of um, of speaking to the negatives. How about we talk about the positive solutions? All right, so I have three things, three points, and I'll give them to you pretty quickly. The first one is more hooking up your friends. Now, I'm personally not a fond uh, person. I'm personally not fond of hooking up people myself. Like I'm hooking up other individuals because I'm. I won't even say that I'm competitive, but I think I just don't like losing. And if I am putting y'all together in my head, that means y'all motherfuckers about to get married. You feel me? And if it doesn't work out or some toxicity, some harm, something that just happens in any way, shape, or form comes out of that relationship, I feel oddly responsible, even though I know I'm not. But it's like I really made y'all happen, though. I really convinced both of y'all to make this shit work. You feel me? And I know it didn't have to be that way, and it is what it is. I, what I say people should do more of is start, you know, truly uh, – Take an assessment of the people who are around you. Take an assessment of people who you've come into that past acquaintance. Like, we kind of cool. We got each other's numbers. We talk. I can hit you up just to, you know, chat up. Chat it up about whatever we, you know, whatever we know each other for. You'll take that call for me. Think about those individuals. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people actually don't lean into the network they already have when it comes to dating sometimes. You know, they believe that they already know everybody they need to know. They already understand, yo, you got a cousin, you got a this, you got a that. Especially when you have had uh, lifelong and or long-term friendships with people. You feel like you already know everybody that they know that you would even be into. But more than likely you don't because they're not even trying. They're not even thinking about it because they're not trying to pursue someone, help you pursue someone or, or someone um, pursuing you either way. I think it within the COVID in the COVID, I guess, you know, perspective with COVID being an aspect that we have to deal with, I think very much it's best to get a personal reference damn near. You know what I'm saying? Just so you understand and you kind of may pass, surpass some of those struggles that I spoke to early in this podcast. You really may be able to get past it because your friend has some discernment that you at least trust. And then you can then make that choice on if you're going to act on it or not. You feel me? Um, but either way, hook your friends up. You don't be sitting here having a whole ass life, loving it up and doing the things with your boo and shit, and your friends just looking at you like, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, though. Galentine's, whatever, whatever, yeah. All right, that's cool, but, like, do you want a nigga or no? Nah? I just want to know. I just want to know, you know? Um, but I'll move on. So. Second, and this is probably one of the most important ones, transparency is not a choice anymore, but a requirement. Due to, you know, 
things like COVID-19. People need to be talking about their status more often. And I hope that it definitely affects, you know, how we approach, you know, STD testing and HIV statuses because um, we need to normalize people being able to discuss, even from a, a private or intimate fashion, hey, this is what I got going on, blah, blah, blah. Are you down with it, you know? A lot of people don't do it. A lot of people just be on bullshit, you know? A lot of people just give you what you what they feel like you need to know, and that's okay if, you know, depending on if y'all are aligned in that very low minimum sense of communication. Uh, but truly, you don't have no choice now. We have this COVID shit going on. They need to know your status. They need to understand who the fuck you've been around, where you've been, what you're doing, what the type of things that you have in your house, all that type of shit. Like, I don't think that that's evasive by any means. I think that's being the safest you could be right now so that you don't spread it to yourself so you don't contract it or spread it to anyone that you love i really feel like transparency is key if your ass got had covid has covid whatever the situation may be yeah sit your ass down you do not need help you know just sit down um Then, lastly, is one that I think I'm going to get probably the most pushback on when it comes to this particular episode. And you know what? I'm going to make this shit the clip. Here's a case for every fucking body to start shooting a motherfucking shots. Stop this shit, y'all. We are this. We are not living in your times of your grandma where she had she just was minding her business. And your grandpa came up and just swept her off her feet. And now look at y'all, however many generations. You know what I'm saying? It's truly one that is something that I feel like people need to start taking more pride in uh, and give more respect to. The women who are already this way, I love y'all because it is energy that y'all have all the time. But it's truly utilized in the best forms when y'all are trying to get at a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, Women have way more discernment, have observate better observation skills, depending on the type of dinga and like type of shit he done been through. But for most men, y'all got way better, uh, you know, skills in that capacity. And I think so much, I think so much of it is driven in self-worth, obviously. Um, but I think men need to start kind of putting their foot down about like what's not about to happen for them, what's not going to be a thing because – there's too much ego. At the end of the day, it's really what it's based in. For the for the women especially who don't shoot their shots at dudes um, or other women, whatever the situation may be, truly, you're shooting you're shooting yourself in the foot. You, if you ain't shooting at a nigga, you're shooting at yourself because because of the discernment, because of all these things that so many women have as a skill due to society or upbringing or whatever situation may be, it makes the obvious sense to start shooting your motherfucking shot. You can't be where the guy who you probably kind of want to fuck with is going to be at more than likely because it's more than likely closed or, you know, temporarily closed or whatever the situation may be for so many, so many, <sighs> for so many. And, and like, support your local restaurants, y'all. Support your local businesses. Support some black businesses. Um, as much as you can, not only this month, but all year, because they, sadly enough, because you're black and you might own, be a, a owner of a kind of, you know, brick and mortar business, um, you probably really need the love right now. It's a possibility. Um, but yeah, I, I just really feel like your success rate will be better with when you do that. 
I, I don't ever hear men speaking to like, it ain't no good women out here, ain't no good women out here. I don't hear that as much as I hear the other way around. And I think y'all lean into that and lean into that sense of like pedestalization um, by way of patriarchy for sure. It's something that y'all lean into, which is okay. But it, 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 I think the contradictory feeling, you know, so many ways when it's like you want to feel and do this this day and you want to feel and do that that day, you know. But to each his own. To each his own. I'm just saying you need to be shooting your damn shot. Shoot your damn shot. Please, ladies, please do not. Look, it ain't nothing but a little rejection. Ain't nothing but a little rejection. You know, it ain't nothing but a little rejection. We Men go through it all the time. Y'all always say to us, you were scared to come talk to me, weren't you? Yes. You look like you would go off on me type shit. Y'all always calling people like that punks and all that. But how y'all looking sitting here like, I ain't about to go shoot no shot at no nigga. I'm the prize. And I'm like, I get it. I get it. You are. But no one knows that. Like, no one knows that you're a prize. No one knows that that's what, what, you, what they think about you. All he knows is that you're sitting over there with your whoever, wherever, wherever you can find each other, more than likely online. He can't get the essence of who the fuck you are. So you're over here pushing this sense of worth and expecting for somebody to be able to spot you and be like, hey, nah, I ain't about to step to her. She got a lot, a lot of, you know, interesting shit going on that she, you know, I might be in the way with. You feel me? But it is what it is. To wrap it on up, we're going to send it on. And my send it on is pretty simple. Share how you got your COVID bay or your new sneaky link in 2020 or in early 2021. You feel me? Because, I mean, you could have got some action going. How did you do it? Did you use Twitter? Did you use social media? You know what I'm saying? Did you shoot, slide in DMs? Did you talk and seeing the baby girl's, you know, nose and eyes combo looked too good to not step to her at the CVS. What was it that you had to figure out? And I, I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm gonna definitely be peeping eyebrows so much more now after this shit. You know what I'm saying? I have a new appreciation for bridges and noses and the eyebrows because that's literally what motherfuckers are seeing the most. You know what I'm saying? And foreheads a little bit too. I feel like it kind of accentuates foreheads when you wear a mask a little bit. But I digress. New sneaky links, new COVID base. Tell me how you did it. Hashtag Simply King Podcast and let, tell me how you did it, okay? Um, well, that is all that I have. I told you I wasn't going to hold you too long. I hope I didn't ramble too much and I hope I made sense. Make sure that you follow me everywhere uh, at Kings underscore Memoirs. I'm on TikTok now. You know what I'm saying? You can find me on there with the talking and the ticking. Found like an old nigga. You know what I'm saying? Trying to figure some shit out with that. But I'm going to keep giving you content on there as well as on my all of my other social media as well. Follow the podcast at Simply King Pod on IG. Um, make sure you like, uh, rate, subscribe. Um, all on all, all, all of the uh, DSPs that you may possibly listen to or have any type of connection with. Because um, we're streaming every fucking where. You feel me? Except for SoundCloud. Don't be checking for us over there. All right? Now, I believe that is all that I have. I have guests coming back next week. Uh, this is another part of my Atlanta series. I, I know it's going to be good. Y'all going to love it. Y'all going to fuck with it. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. But let's tap in. For all the single folks out here, we got we all in this all motherfucking together. You feel me? We going to be good. We going to make it. We going to be all right. You feel me? Let's do it. 
This is the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans, Simply Being Humans. I'm Rodney Perry, and this is Simply King. Peace.